Hello and welcome to Spiritual Shit, your guide to the down and dirty of modern spirituality. This podcast is a place for people wanting to discover more about spirituality, where we can get weird about ghosts, mediumship, aliens, psychics, religion, new age, awakening, ascension, starseeds, channeling, holistic health, philosophy, and even dating. Some shows will be just me rambling about my mystical experiences and discoveries, while other shows will have guests to open up new perspectives and views. I hope you'll join me on this journey as we discuss and open up what spirituality in today's modern world really looks like. Remember to like and subscribe to never miss an episode and hit me up at thelovelyleah.com or at thelovelyleah on Instagram so we can connect. Become a Patreon supporter to get access to behind the scenes of our guests, freebies, early access to new episodes, discounts on merch, and more. Hello and welcome to another episode of Spiritual Shit. I'm your host, Leah Lovely. And uh, today we are talking about how to show up when you don't feel prepared and when things aren't perfect. Um, thank you, my Patreon supporters, for uh, supporting this episode. They gave me actually a lot of ideas for things to to come forward. And the word that popped out to me the most was perfectionism and how perfectionism is is such a myth because we really cannot find and pinpoint anything that's perfect. Perfect in in and of itself is subjective. It is kind of, you know, like if if I asked you what the perfect body was, everybody would have a different answer. We do have a societal view of that, which is just programming and conditioning. But what is actually perfect? What is actually perfect? You know, things as they are, are perfect. (laughs) But when we try to make a standard around what something is based on an action, or a feature, it's like, eh, what does that really even mean? And and how do you show up when you're not perfect? How do you show up in the world? How do you show up for your healing? How do you show up for other people when you feel unprepared? When you feel like you're you're not the right person for the job? When the universe pushes you in a direction that you're like, I'm not ready. I don't know. I'm out of my depth. Let me let me get more information. <laughs> you know, right now I deeply feel that the collective is being thrown into a space that they feel uncomfortable with. And they don't feel prepared. And they might feel like they need to be perfect to be able to show up. And I just want to call that out as a lie. Because, you know, the perfect person for the job is the person who's there. <laughs> so right now in in the process of whatever's happening in your life and you find that you feel that you're ill-equipped for whatever it is that your perfect scenario of how things should be going or how you should show up or what would make the situation better the only perfect thing is exactly how it shows up you're meant to be exactly where you are right now despite your discomfort (laughs) There, there's some stuff happening with me right now that I'm like, whoo, I am not prepared for this. I have no idea what the fuck I'm doing and I'm going to have to navigate it like, you know, you know, asking questions, obviously, and having to go with my intuition. But ultimately, I'm out of my depth. I am out in the middle of the ocean with no raft and 
someone dropped me here and I have to learn how to swim. And I won't swim perfectly. And I'll probably almost drown a few times. But the muscles that I'll strengthen in the process will be exactly, perfectly what I need. <laughs> so what is it right now you're dealing with? Like, just, just sit with me for a second. What are you dealing right now with that you feel you were unprepared for? What are you wishing that you were more skilled at? What are you researching over and over and over? <laughs> um, what are you trying to compensate with? Look in your spirit and ask yourself, you know, why do you feel like you don't belong here? What stories are you telling yourself? What imposter syndromes are popping up and saying that you can't? Like, let's just shut those all down right now. Let's open this up. Because this idea that there is a perfect way to do something or that we could be more prepared than where the universe has placed us right now is not true. Otherwise, you wouldn't be there, right? We make our choices, we have our paths, and everything in the way that it happens is, I believe, to help our soul expand. So where are you at right now that you're complaining about even? <laughs> Or you're excited about, maybe you're really excited about it and you're like, shit, holy shit, holy shit. I'm going to shit my pants right now. Like I'm excited, but I'm so scared about what this means, how this means I need to grow and how I need to step into who I am. What does that mean? Like it can be the other way around where you're like, holy shit, holy shit, holy shit. I can't do this. This is going to be so hard. What does this mean? Will this ruin my life? Will it? make my life so much better. You know, how, how has this feeling of not being prepared, giving you an opportunity to step into a new place of growth? I am remembering a story when I really wanted to be a photographer. And this was probably, what was this? 2003, maybe? No, 2006. Um, I had just started my photography business, got my little Canon Rebel XTI, um, crop sensor, kit lens. For those of you guys who are photographers and care, that's, it's like the lowest standard basically. But, um, and I went to go shoot my first wedding. Now, mind you, at the time I was not shooting weddings. I didn't feel confident to shoot weddings. I was unprepared to know what it would be like to shoot weddings as I had just gotten a camera a couple months before. And I had a friend ask me, would you shoot our wedding? She saw some of the pictures I was putting together and she was like, okay, let's like, I trust you. And they were going to give me $700 to shoot their wedding. And I was like, $700 <laughs> at the time I'm 22, I think. And I was, maybe it was 21, but like I was working at a job. I was making 30 grand a year. And that, that was a lot of money, especially for someone who was only paying rent and a phone bill. So I was like, bet, let's do it. <laughs> and I get into this wedding and um, I didn't really know all the settings on my camera. And back then, <laughs> like a 32 gig card was like enough to shoot, you know, weeks worth of content on. Um, and I was like, okay, cool. I don't like, I didn't even think about it. I was like, sweet. All right. Like on JPEGs, I had never shot in raw before. Those of you guys who don't know what that is, RAW is a larger, uncompressed format. Um, so there was just like this 
this very interesting position that I was put in um, to just like try to really use like my, my camera for the first time in such a high pressured situation. So here I am in this high pressured situation and like shooting this wedding and I put my camera settings on shooting JPEG and RAW at the same time. Now I'd only shot JPEG at that point, which is a much smaller file and I only brought one card. Stupid. Okay. Not stupid. Stupid. So I was, thankfully I had asked my friend Amanda who had done film for so long and she had a, a card with her and she was very gingerly using it because she was so used to shooting film. But I got through that whole wedding up until I was shooting their hundred person family and my card runs out. Just runs out. <laughs> I have no more space on the card. I don't have backup cards. I don't have anything. And I'm like, Amanda, please switch my card, switch my card, switch my card. And she's like, what? And I was like, I need your card. She had a very small card too. And sorry, I'm telling you this long story though, because I switched the card. I shot the rest of the family and we had 30 minute drive before we went to the reception. And I had to go through and delete every raw photo that was on that, that card in order to have enough space to shoot the rest of the evening. It was a massive fuck up. Somehow, somehow we managed. And I was really thankful that I got myself out of that. But massive fuck up was not prepared to show up and be someone who was going to do this high pressure job even when asked and I remember saying I'll never shoot another wedding again I'll never do this again this was so hard and like bleh, you know it took so much energy and like I messed up and I'm never gonna do that again and then someone else came to me and says we'll pay you $800 to do a wedding well I couldn't say no <laughs> I was like uh, okay okay well I'll make sure that'll bring extra cards this time but this time there was an issue with my battery not bringing an extra battery you know so anyway at the end of this you know I don't know maybe six months or something I had shot eight more weddings and then 10 more weddings and then 40 more weddings and uh eventually became that became my main deal like I stepped in and I've traveled the world from doing this one job that I said I would never do when someone asked me to do something I wasn't prepared for. And if I had waited to be perfect, would I have missed out on the door that was opening for me at the time? And like, sorry, sorry, I hope that doesn't like bore the hell out of you, but I'm sitting there kind of reflecting over how in those moments, there's been so many moments like that in my life where universe has called me to level up and say, Hey, got this opportunity for you. And I've thrown myself in completely unprepared. And I've said, uh, 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 I'm not gonna do that again. <laughs> and that door was already open. I got a chance to experience what that was without the perfection. I got a chance to humble myself and really look deeply in ways that I could grow and spirit will ask you to do the same thing. There will be moments like there will be emotions, right? You are not prepared to feel and spirit will challenge you. Hey, Hey, I'm going to present the situation. This will show you a new emotion you have not experienced before. Would you like to try this on? And you have the opportunity to say, fuck no, I'm going to try to perfect this on my own. Or you can, you can jump in. And, you know, I think that what keeps us often from going into doors that we've never walked in is thinking that we have to walk through them perfectly and thinking that if we do it perfectly, we won't make a mistake and that'll be a better way to do it. 
But I'm going to challenge that idea deeply and say, you know what? Go in fucked up. Go in. Go in fucked up. (laughs) I don't mean say get fucked up. (laughs) Go in with your mistakes. Go in with your pain. Go in with your wounds. Go in with your imperfections. And walk through that door like you belong there. Whatever it is. This could be a job. This could be a relationship. This could be a new family. This could be anything. I, I challenge you to open that up and see what that looks like. Because it is in that discovery that we discover big parts of ourselves as we grow. And in that moment when I was figuring out, oh shit, like I don't have a card for this wedding and I don't know what I'm doing and I have the pressure of a hundred people's eyes like looking at me, waiting for me to do something, looking for my direction about how they're supposed to be directed and behave. That's a shit ton of pressure. And I had to rise to the occasion I had to use my intuition. I had to use my backup. I had to use other resources to figure out creatively, how do I get out of this? And I feel like in a lot of our growth, we get put in those kind of positions. We get put in those positions that are like, shit, 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 shit. What do I do? And we have to think fast and we have to think on our feet and we have to think without perfection. We have to think without planning. We have to think without, you know, like the, the, the time that we would normally love to have in order to be able to plan something out so we can feel like we have control, but control is an illusion, guys. It is such an illusion. We have no control. None. Actually, that's not true. The only control that we have is how we respond. That is in your control. You can decide that, but in the midst of of the the shit that's going down, (laughs) will you rise to the occasion? Um, there's like, I don't know. I, I look at, at areas where we strive for perfection because in some ways we think that that will make us more approved of, or that will make us more loved, or it will keep us from criticism. It will keep people from, from coming after us. Um, that makes us sometimes feel scared to act on what it is that we want to do because we don't want to reap the, the repercussions of someone telling us we're not perfect. And I see this all the time on social media. You know, someone says something that's like off or not perfect in the way that someone else should receive it, which perfection is subjective, by the way. And everybody will come after them. You said this, you said this, da 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 cancel, cancel, cancel. And it's like, have we not forgotten that we're not perfect? Have we forgotten that sometimes we rise to the occasion when we're not prepared yet? Are we teaching people that they have to be 100% perfect before they can rise to that occasion? And if we are, what are we learning from it? Ask yourself that. What are we learning from that? Are you going on someone's social media and being like, oh, such and such, Susie said this and da, 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 da. She got this pronoun wrong or she said this thing or she, she said this thing about religion that she shouldn't have or she presented herself in a picture where she had cellulite or, you know, whatever it can be, it literally can be anything. Okay. Um, whatever that is. And you, you looking at them and criticizing them about them trying to show up even in their imperfection, but it only really projects back to us what we feel like we're not perfect at, where we feel self-conscious and where we're trying to feel self-righteous. Like I might come, you know, I'm, I'm not, (laughs) 
I'm absolutely guilty of this too. So I'm, I'm always speaking to myself, but like where areas that I'm criticizing other people and their lack of perfection, because I feel like I couldn't do it. Come on now. Like, like what do, what do I think I'm doing in the, in the, the shadows of my home, looking at what somebody else is doing and be like, ugh, they didn't do that right. They could have done this better. You know, sitting back here, like, like the judge herself. I don't do that often. I try not to, <laughs> but we all do it. Everybody does it. Everybody does it. And we're looking at people, even in their imperfection, when they had the courage to stand in a position that they were not prepared to stand in and sometimes prematurely. Right. <laughs> and, and we sit back and, and criticize them. And it gives people the fear that like, I, I can't do this thing until I'm perfect. Otherwise, I'm going to get that treatment. We have got to have more grace, not just with other people, but with ourselves. To allow ourselves to really, really open up that gate. We learn so much more when we are put in a position we are not prepared for. Um... I'm going to forget the saying, but it's something like God doesn't call the prepared. He calls the fuck. I messed it up. It doesn't matter. See, I'm not perfect either, but essentially like, like the universe and source, they don't call people who've been preparing over and over and over for this their whole life. Cause if that's the case, there's no growth. You step into that all self-righteous anyway. I know everything. No, you don't like the deal is, is that we are called to places that help us grow, help us expand. That means we won't do it perfectly. That diet won't be perfect. The connection to your spirit guides won't be perfect. That first relationship won't be perfect. The second, the third, the fourth one won't be perfect. Your your inner critic that's coming after you all the time about whether or not you did something right or you didn't do something right or and trying to silence you through that process of your growth. It, it just like, it makes my heart hurt, you know? Because we are, we are in the process being called to show up in our magnificence and in our brilliance, in our unpreparedness, so we can use our intuition, so we can use our surrender, so we can use our guides, our energy, you know, that we can rely on something other than what's materially, physically present that other people think is perfect. Fuck what other people think. Sit with that, please. <laughs> Who cares what anybody else thinks? Like if you're being called to something, if you're feeling that desire, if you're feeling that, that need to be like, I, I want to do this thing. I just don't know how. I, I don't have the proper credentials, but I'm, I really feel like this is what I'm meant to do. You know, I haven't read all the books, but I'm in this now and I'm, I'm swimming the best that I can. To just give yourself a break and give yourself grace because you will not do it perfectly. Perfection is a lie. I feel like I'm beating a dead horse here, but that is the absolute truth. There is, there's so much that we, that we put on a pedestal about perfection when we feel someone does it better than we do. What's the deal with the pedestal anyway, right? Who just kind of like, okay, let's take some inventory right now. Who in your life? do you think is perfect? Probably no one, right? If we're being real with ourselves, but now taking another step, 
Who on Instagram do you follow that you're like, oh, I wish I had their life. I wish I had their body. I wish I had their spiritual connection. I wish I had their gifts. That's a form of perfectionism. That's a form of ideology. Um, not ideology, sorry. <laughs> like an idol worship, if you will. Um, where you're looking at someone and saying that they, they do it better than me. I'm looking for quote unquote inspiration. But if the inspiration makes you feel bad about yourself, you're looking for perfection. You're looking for, for people to tell you how you're supposed to do it. What's the right way to do it? Then ask yourselves, is there a right way? Is there a right way? Like, let's say, let's think about uh, manifestation. How are you trying to bring things into your life? So-and-so brought something into their, their life this way. And you're like, okay, that must be the right way to manifest. And it doesn't work for you. I must be doing it wrong. Or no, maybe that's not the way manifestation works for you. Even on the show, we can talk about in theory, how are the, the ways that have worked best for uh, a majority of people, but that doesn't mean it needs to go that way for you. There is no perfect way. I was going to say perfection. Um, and see, I'm going to let, the, I'm going to leave this episode raw so you can hear that like there, there is no perfect way. It's interesting. I just, I felt like I heard my spirit guide say, yeah, we're kind of messing with you a little bit. So this episode doesn't sound so good. And in my, even in my own head, I'm going, ooh, ooh, you know, I messed up here. I messed up there. Um, you know, it would be better if it sounded this way for quality. We try to mask our bullshit and an explanation of quality. Like when in reality it's, it, it is just like, sometimes people want to hear the raw. They want to know that you're human. They want to see you show up anyway. Now, how many times have you had people outside of your life saying, oh gosh, you could really do that. You say, no, I don't think I can. I don't know. I'm not ready. And you've had several people tell you that thing. Oh yeah, you'd be really good at this. I can totally see you in this. And you're like, nah, I don't know. The universe is trying to tell you something. You might not feel prepared for it and you might not feel perfect for it. But the universe is saying, hey, knock, knock, knock. We've got this door for you that we want to open. We have this this availability here that you are, are, even if you're not ready to feel that it's meant for you, that you're supposed to show up in. So what does that look like? What does it look like to step in that position? Well, number one, it looks fucking scary sometimes. It looks like having your world, t- you know, turned completely upside down. It looks like taking a step that, you just, you, you have no idea where the next one is going to land. And it looks like you allowing yourself enough trust to free fall and trust into the universe. Fall into the universe. Give yourself the opportunity to fall into that gap. And when you get there, creatively decide how you're going to fill it. What bridge are you going to build? What creative tools are you going to learn? How are you going to expand? What mistakes will you make along the way? Mistakes are just free school, guys. I say that a lot. Free school. Failure. Free school. Like the idea that you could do something perfect. I don't want to make a mistake. So what if you make a mistake? Do you, ha- do you have like some conditioning that tells you that you're not allowed to make a mistake? I mean, I did. I got in trouble when I didn't do something right. And a lot of us did. You know, our parents had a very high standard. 
I remember when I was, um, I may have talked about this in another episode, but I wanted to, I loved gymnastics. I loved gymnastics. I would watch them, record them, put them on over and over and over all day long. And finally, when my parents found this gymnastics program, um, at the YMCA, I was so elated that I finally could go to these, this gymnastics program. But maybe a couple months later, when I, I got a C on one of my math tests, by the way, my math teacher was a fucking trip. So I also have dyslexia. So dyscalculia is a very real thing. Um, I, I got, my parents made me quit my dream with no avail. The real reason was that they couldn't afford the lessons anymore. But it made me feel like because I wasn't perfect, because I didn't do this right, like there was massive consequences behind that. So I had to perform. I had to be perfect in order to not have that type of disappointment again, to not have the things that I love taken away from me. You know, oh, you didn't get this one in school. Okay, you're getting your toys taken away. That was a, a consequence that to me was so, it, it made it so clear that I needed, I had to get the perfect grade. I had to be the perfect daughter. I had to be the perfect Christian or I was going to hell. There were extreme consequences around not being perfect. So I had to get myself in line. And the deal is, is down now as an adult, you can definitely see like that was not a thing. <laughs> like these consequences of, of what your parents kind of uh, put in stone for you of your conditioning. Like I, I can't speak for your parents, but look at look at that for yourself. What are what are behaviors that you fall in line to out of fear? Where are areas that you feel scared of messing up and why? There are sometimes some areas of my life where I feel, I don't feel scared at all because there was no, there was no consequence for that when I was younger. Like me as an adult, like trying to start a new business, I've never really had a lot of fear around that because there was no consequence for, for messing up a business when I was younger. I saw my father jump from business to business to business, an idea, idea, idea to that felt okay. There was no consequence behind that. It was encouraged. In fact, you don't like what you're doing, do, do something else. I got to find in my, myself later, like what the real consequences behind jumping from one thing to another all the time was, but there was nothing preconditioned that was so innate to me that set that fear. So I, I was able to have that freedom, but by golly, there are some other things though that I did not have that around, particularly with relationships. If you didn't do those perfectly, oh, there was massive consequences to be served. So how does one step into something when they don't feel prepared if you knew that there were massive consequences to not being perfect in them? And honestly, I don't have an answer for that, but more so to bring an awareness to it. How do you show up? How do you learn to show up? What are the areas of things that you feel that you you deserve, that you're desiring but you're scared. What's that thing? Say it out loud right now. I'm going to trust that you said it out loud, but <laughs> like the perfection is a myth. There's nothing more perfect in this world than you being the imperfect, flawed human being that you are. And that's the point. That's why all of us look different. That is why all of us have different desires and passions and dreams and directions and and ways of doing things or why we have different cultures different races different countries different cities like this is the beauty of the diversity of the way we live our life 
And if the universe is calling you to a new position, a new height, a new leveling up, a, a new anything <laughs> where you, you've just not experienced that before and you're like, oh, wait, 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 I'm not, I don't know, I don't feel prepared. It is, consider that an opportunity. Consider that a chance to really explore with no parameters of what it is that you can bring into this world and how beautiful it will be, how you will level up, what you will learn when you didn't try to perfect it from the beginning, that the perfection didn't stifle the expansiveness of what was to be ahead of you. I ended up becoming a wedding photographer for 15 years. I've won awards. I've been in magazines. I've been on covers. Like I did so much with that one career. I got to travel the world. I've been to some of the most beautiful places I would have never been afford, been able to afford to go to. And sorry, I should take that back because I don't want to manifest that. <laughs> um, but at the time I could not, I did not, wasn't able to afford. But because I showed up, I said, okay, like I can do this. This was a door that was being opened and offered to me and someone believed in me enough to do it. So that should be enough. That should be enough. And in that, in that process, in that faith, in that trust, even in that failure, I got an opportunity to, to level myself up in a way that I, I had not expected. I didn't go to photography school. Like I didn't have all the credentials. I didn't have all the proper mentors. I taught myself and somehow that was perfect enough it still resonated with someone. What you have to offer the world still resonates with someone. And if you're using like, I don't have this education. I have to get this certificate first. I needed to blah, 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 blah. Like, it's just an excuse because whatever, whenever that moment happens that is calling you to level up, when it's, when it's asking you and saying, hey, now is the time. And you're, you're backing away from it because you think that there's a more perfect way to do it. Eh -eh. There isn't. You're just delaying your leveling up. And you wonder when the things you ask for don't come for, come for you as fast as you like them to. It's because when the universe is trying to give you something, you say no. Oh, no, no, I'm not sure. I don't want that. Not even that you don't want it, but you don't feel ready for it. You don't feel deserving of it. And if that's the case, the energy throughout the whole kind of, you know, progression, if you will, will continue to tell you that, you don't deserve it. So take inventory right now in your life and say, okay, where have been areas where I have been offered something that I didn't feel ready for? What's something that scared me, an opportunity that I might have felt excited about that I, I rationalized away? I made excuses why I couldn't do it because I didn't feel ready. I guess I'm just challenging you to jump before you're ready. Because whether or not you do it now or you do it four years from now, the only thing is you're really losing this time. But I do think that when you when you jump, I, I do think that when you jump before you're prepared, that the universe honors that faith, honors that trust. It does show that you are opening surrender and it and opens up and clears a lot of resistance out of your path. And... It can be incredibly beautiful when you land and you see, wow, okay, I trusted myself. I do deserve to be here. I'm going to fail. I will mess up, but I'm going to learn and I'm going to expand. I hope you guys enjoy this episode. Thank you for listening. I'll tell you in the next one. 
hope you enjoyed this episode. Please share it with someone you love. And if you're interested in becoming a client for energy coaching or card readings, find me at thelovelyalia.com to read more about what I do and to book your own session. And don't forget to add me on the lovely Leah on Instagram for daily content and inspiration and hang out with me on Patreon. As always, thank you for listening. Thank you.